a pretty risky balancing act. Erikson reached across and opened the passenger door for his colleague. Petrain slid his hip into the car and bent his knee, then suddenly stopped with one foot on the floor of the car and the other on the tarmac. Erikson could feel the cold quickly spreading through the warm interior and said, crossly, Get your ass in here before... He broke off in the middle of the sentence and sat there, open-mouthed. A car was speeding toward them along Dilchewagen, its high beams on and its engine racing. As the car passed beneath a street lamp just a few meters away, Ericsson registered the fact that it was light-colored, probably silver, definitely a large BMW. It skidded sharply as the driver put his foot down and slid past the patrol car with screeching tires. Jesus Christ, it's the stolen BMW, Erikson shouted. What stolen BMW, Petrain asked as he carefully slid into the passenger seat. The one we had a call about just now. Get on the radio and tell them we're after the bastard. Can't. What do you mean can't? Hands full. Petrain held up the coffee cups and the bag by way of explanation. For Christ's sake, just get rid of it, Erikson roared. Without a word, Petrain pushed the button to open the window with his right elbow. The discreet hum as the window slid down was drowned out by the sound of the patrol car's tires as they spun on the tarmac. Without further ado, Petrain threw out their coffee and burgers, and as the window began to close, he grabbed the microphone and called control. SHO 1101 by the kiosk on Dilschewagen. The stolen BMW has just driven past us, heading in the direction of Koltorp, traveling at high speed, in pursuit, over. Thank you, 1101. I'll call for assistance from other patrols. 1304 is on the way from Earth to the hospital and can cut across from the opposite direction. Backup is on the way. Erikson drove as fast as he dared. He could see the rear lights of the BMW disappearing in the direction of Swedish television's brightly lit, box-shaped building. He put his foot down hard, and suddenly the lights in front of him glowed as brightly as two red fireworks. The BMW was swerving all over the place, and looked as if it might actually go off the road. The two police officers saw something fly up in the air, then land to one side of the car. Whatever it was... It lay motionless on the tarmac next to the sidewalk. When the driver had regained control, the BMW immediately took off again. The patrol car slowed down and stopped. Shit, it's a person! Call it in! Erikson shouted, frantic. Petrain once again seized the microphone with a steady hand and spoke to control in a voice that was significantly less steady, 1101 here. The BMW has hit a pedestrian outside Swedish television. Send an ambulance and back up. We need to remain at the scene. Over. Understood. We'll send an ambulance and another patrol. Other teams will continue to pursue the BMW. Stefan Eriksson was already out of the car and didn't hear the response. He reached the motionless body in a few long strides. There was a lot of blood and the dark pool was growing with terrifying speed. No human being could lose this much blood and survive. Deep down, Erikson knew this person was already dead, but he cautiously moved closer to the victim's head to check for a carotid pulse.
He changed his mind, however, when he saw the state of the head. In order for a person to survive, the brain needs to be inside the skull. This brain wasn't. Erikson had seen many traffic accident casualties during his years of service, but this one looked particularly gruesome. Because the car had been traveling so fast, the victim's unprotected limbs and head had been crushed with immense force. It wouldn't be easy to identify this person, he thought. He could hear the sound of approaching sirens in the distance. He glanced over his shoulder and saw his colleagues setting out the reflective plastic screens marked police. The blue flashing lights of the patrol car cast an eerie glow over the scene of the accident. A few cars had pulled up, but Petrain was managing to keep the occupants away. The body was lying on its back, with both legs twisted in an un-